بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having granted us the opportunity once again to go over some of the ahadith of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as recorded by Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah. We began from Kitabul Buyur, the book of buying and selling. Even though we haven't covered all the ahadith that Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentioned in the book of buying and selling, however, we've gotten a good idea of some of the masail, some of the ahadith and sayings of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inshallah, today we'll be wrapping up this book, the book of buying and selling, and we'll be looking more at the intelligence of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah. We'll mention just a few examples. Thereafter, the chapters that come after the book of buying and selling are still regarding business, but they are more specific. For example, the next chapter we'll be speaking about is Kitab salam Salam is a type of transaction where inshallah we'll speak about it a little bit more and under this comes masail that we have today for example drop shipping etc and in the next episode we'll go into that in a lot more detail in the book of buying and selling imam al-bukhari rahimahullah mentions the hadith of abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu anhuma he says one day I was with the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Kuntu inda Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wahuwa ya'kulu jummara whilst he was eating what is known as a jummar. Jummar is the heart of a palm tree. Thereafter the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that from the trees is a tree that is similar to a Muslim or a mu'min, a believer. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma said that he wanted to tell him that it's the palm tree. However, he didn't speak. What's interesting is that looking at this hadith, here we find Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma is sitting with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is eating this jummar or the heart from a date palm. And he then asks him the question, Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah has put this hadith in the book of buying and selling. How did he put it there? How did he reach the conclusion that this hadith can also be used in the book of buying and selling? Some of those who've explained Sahih al-Bukhari like Ibn Hajar rahimahullah, they mention that Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions this hadith to show that selling a date palm and selling a jummar, the heart from the date palm, is permissible. Because the fact that the Messenger وسلم, is eating it shows that it's also permissible to sell it and to buy it. Another hadith Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah, mentions in the book of buying and selling, he mentions the hadith of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiyallahu anhu, wherein the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is speaking about good company and bad company. And he says that the example of good company is like the example of somebody who has perfume. And the example of bad company is like an ironsmith, somebody who is working with steel, etc. The Messenger then goes on to explain, basically saying that as for the one who has perfume, you'll always benefit. 
either you can buy the perfume or you will be able to take from its good scent. So you can apply the perfume, you'll have that good scent. You will always have some sort of benefit. As for the one who is working with iron, etc. If you go there or you mix with such a person in their workplace, either your clothes will become spoiled, they could get burned, or the least is you'll come out smelling. Look at how this hadith is speaking about good company and bad company and how the company you have always affects you. If it's good, you'll always find some sort of goodness. And if it's bad, there will be some sort of evil that rubs onto you. Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions this hadith under the heading of buying and selling perfumes and how from this hadith, we are able to derive the fact that dealing in perfumes, buying and selling perfumes is permissible. Look at how he was able to take this hadith as a whole, speaking about good company and derive a benefit related to the book of buying and selling. Just a few words that are mentioned with regards to buying and selling, yet he was able to derive that. For those who read through Sahih al-Bukhari, you would find that many, many, many a time, Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions different ahadith. And at times you would be surprised. The fact that he's mentioned it under a heading which it doesn't seem apparent that this hadith fits under this heading. However, when you read the explanations and you read deeper, you will understand how intelligent Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah was. Another example of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah extracting a benefit from a hadith which is long, speaking about a different topic as a whole. He was able to extract a benefit and put it into the book of buying and selling. He has a sub-chapter where he says, Basically, the chapter speaking about how it's disliked for one to raise his voice, to scream, to argue, etc. in the marketplace. He then mentions the hadith of Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiyallahu anhu, where somebody came to him and they said, describe to us how the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, some of his attributes, some of his traits that are mentioned in the Tawrah. So Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, he begins to explain and he mentions some of the characteristics, some of the qualities mentioned to the people of the book that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would have. From amongst these qualities, he mentioned he doesn't have bad character. He's not somebody who's harsh and hard. And when somebody does evil to him, he doesn't do something bad back. However, he forgives and he looks over. One of the characteristics that are mentioned describing the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he says, Wala sahabin fil aswaq. He's not somebody who raises his voice, who screams in the marketplace. What's interesting is look how this hadith is speaking about the Messenger وسلم, and some of his traits that have been mentioned in the scripture of the people of the book. Imam al Bukhari, rahimahullah, he takes this hadith, he takes a small portion of it. And he extracts a ruling to say, from this, we are able to derive that to raise your voice, to scream in the marketplace is disliked. 
Why? Because one should follow the example of the best of creation, the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In another hadith, in Kitab al-Buyur, Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, where he says that the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, came out during the day. La yukallimuni wa la Basically, we didn't speak until we reached a point. Hatta ata suqa bani qaynuqa'a until he reached the marketplace of Banu Qaynuqa'. After that, he says, فَجَلَسَ بِفِنَاءِ بَيْتِ فَاطِمَةِ Then he sat in the fina, what we would term as a courtyard. He sat in this courtyard of his daughter Fatima, radiyallahu anha. He then said, أَثَمَّ لُكَعْ Is Luka' here? Referring to his grandson, Al-Hasan ibn Ali, radiyallahu anhu. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu then mentions how Al-Hasan radiallahu anhu was a little bit delayed in coming out. Maybe because his mother was either giving him a bath or getting him ready. He then says he came out and he came quickly running to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam hugged him and kissed him. And he said, Allahumma ahbibhu wa ahibba man yuhibbuh. Oh Allah. Love him and love those who love him. Look at how this hadith is primarily speaking about how the Messenger was with his grandson, how he loved him, how he kissed him, how he made dua for him. However, Imam al Bukhari rahimahullah, mentioned this hadith in Kitab al Buyu' and he put it under the heading and he said, Babu ma dhukira fil aswaq. The subchapter speaking about marketplaces. Why? There's a small part in it where it mentions how the Messenger وسلم, went to the marketplace. He mentions this hadith again later on in his book under a different chapter where he's speaking about a different mas'ala. Rahimahullah. These are just some of the examples of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah, and his intelligence, his work. For those who are able to obviously read the Qur'an, understand the Qur'an and also look into the Sunnah, try to understand the Sunnah, appreciate the words of the Messenger وسلم, and appreciate the works of the scholars who tried to bring this all together, put it to us on a plate, just ready to be read. They had to go through a lot when it came to collecting these ahadith, sifting through what was strong and what was weak, what was acceptable and not acceptable, etc. What's also interesting is there's many stories when it comes to Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah and how he had a very strong memory, how his works were accepted. What's also interesting from the story of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah is yes, today we look at his book and anybody who says Rawahul Bukhari recorded in Bukhari or by Bukhari, it's immediately accepted. But we don't realize that he also went through a lot of trial, difficulty and tribulations, especially towards the later part or the last part of his life. So much so those around him, other scholars, they became jealous. They accused him of doing things or believing in things which he didn't believe him. And they made such a big problem. He was driven out of towns etc but at the end of the day the one who is sincere the one who carries on working the one who tries to do his best and he only wants to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even if the people become upset and they throw you out 
ultimately acceptance is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He grants this acceptance and knowledge to whomsoever he wishes. At times you will go through difficulty, trial and tribulation. But bi'ibnillah, that will be a reason for your status to be elevated. And bi'ibnillah also, it will be a reason for acceptance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness and beneficial knowledge. Bi'ibnillah, in the next episode, we'll be starting a new chapter, which is also speaking about buying and selling, but specific contracts, specific types of buying and selling. Right now, what we've taken is the general package. We've got an idea of halal and haram, uh, some of the etiquettes of buying and selling, etc. We've mentioned a few contemporary things. And bi'ibnillah, after that, we'll go into more specific details and the next episode inshallah we'll touch on salam what is salam and how uh, masail such as drop shipping etc are related to this we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all acceptance ameen wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in